you know, as I already stated, but I'm going to state it again for our good people listening in. The Modelo Chelada Sandia flavor is by far my favorite flavor. And if you don't know what Sandia means, it means watermelon. And if you don't like micheladas, grow the fuck up. Also, you must be 21 and over to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Drinking may cause um, impacts on your health and your mental health, physical health, well-being. Please do not drink while being pregnant. All of the things. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> With all that being said, it sounds like I need to grow up because I'm, I'm not a huge michelada fan. Oh my god. Have I ever made you one of my micheladas? Because people say that and then I make one for them and then they love them. Well, uh, it sounds like I haven't had one of yours yet. So that day still hasn't happened. Uh, looking forward to it. But today's not that day, unfortunately, because today is another uh, soft boiled for the lovely listeners. Of course, uh, who who better to bring another soft boiled than Yesenia and myself, DeAndre, on this as we're recording this, it is a hot Thursday starting to heat up here in California. Fucking finally, it's the end of June. Things are heating up, much like today's topic, because we're diving right back in to where we left off. Uh, more sex. Sex, more... sex, sex. Yes, but rather than talking about um, sex in general, we wanted to kind of get into the funny and awkward embarrassing tragic just plain right story that probably should stay with us until we enter the grave and or are spread out into the afterlife because today we are talking about the awkward uncomfortable terrible sex we've ever had on top of that also just kind of bringing in um some random sex stories that we have gathered from the lovely internet and just kind of giving our opinions on, you know, how we feel about these situations, maybe what we would do uh, if we've been in similar situations, all that jazz. More sex on the way right here on Soft Boiled. Stay tuned. You are now tuned in to the Soft Boiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Ooh, excuse me. Nice. All right. Starting well, off, Yesenia, have you ever burped during sex? Go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> actually, what's funny is um, I do this thing where I will actually burp. Uh, fuck, I don't know if I should out myself like this. Okay, whatever. I'm going to. I actually burp after I orgasm. So shout out to the people who have... Uh, sexually fulfilled me because you know i be burping after if you haven't heard me burp sucks to suck man like and that's unfortunate for you but then i heard that it's pretty common for women to burp after an orgasm so i don't know if your girl's not burping are you really doing the do burp after orgasm i'm gonna write that one down put it in my little notebook all right That's a, I've never heard that before, actually, burping after an, wow. Yeah, I guess it's because, like, you're supposed to be, like, clenching your, your, like, core, and there's, like, you know, the whole process of, like, the orgasm itself, and, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I heard it's, it's a good thing. Well, hey, uh, like they say, you learn something new every day, and this, this podcast has definitely been a learning experience. Uh, that's a little tidbit of information I did not know I needed, but I'm very glad that I know it now. 
Yes. Um, have you burped while having sex? Uh, absolutely. But it's been, <laughs> it's just been more so like, you know, I ate beforehand and it, it's got to come up, you know, there's no, oh, yeah. there's no other way. <laughs> either it's definitely. Either, either I'm burping during or it's, it's going to be one big one after the fact. And it's, it, it's going to smell just as nasty. So I might as well just get it out, uh, during the act. Yeah. I um, I was going to ask, well, with that, um, have you ever like, before you get into your story, have you ever been so bloated where you just have to like stop midway or in the midst of the throws? Bloated? No. However, I have been like super gassy a couple (laughs) times. Um, and, but however, it's never stopped me from you know, completing or doing, doing the deed. I've always, I've always been a trooper. I've always just powered through. I've held in, held in all my flatulence up until I'm, I'm done. And then I hit, I hit the bathroom as soon as I can. And I just, I just let it all out. Cause Lord knows how long I, I know. I know it's a thing for, for partners to like, not front f- front fart <laughs> uh, in front of their partners, whether, it, whether it'd be like, you know, long-term relationships or you know some some people just find it rude or nasty or whatever mm-hmm. i'm just not someone that likes to fart at least maybe not yet fart in front of my significant other um and even during sex i'm like i i hold that shit in i don't i don't let it distract me uh but there have been times where i'm just like yeah super super gassy just i need i need to let it rip but i've got business to take care of first yeah i um i feel like I don't know if anyone has ever noticed when I have farted after like finishing or whatever, but I definitely have had friends tell me stories of with, you know, their like casual hookups where it's happened and it's a very obvious fart. And I'm like praying that it'll never happen to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even fart in general. Like I'm one of those people who don't even like to poop in public places. Um, So like when I fart, it's usually when I'm in the bathroom at my own house or I just fart in my sleep because I'm so gassy because I don't fart throughout the day, which I know is probably not the healthiest thing. But one day I will find me the love of my life who will let me fart as I please. <laughs> now, staying on the topic, I guess, of farting, <laughs> have you ever tooted from your cooter? Yeah, whether that's it, like normal. Whether it be on purpose or, you know, on accident. You know, it's interesting. So when I was like, uh early teens i remember me and my cousins were doing like these crunches and one of my cousins like queefed or whatever i hate that term <laughs> um yeah and we need to come up with a better word for that we like the ramen writers need to find a better word for that um yeah, it's not a, it's not a very um uh not endearing that's not the word i want it's not a it's not a pretty word no it's not appealing it just sounds stupid to be yeah. honest um, but my cousin did it and she was like, what the heck? And then like, we just all kind of found out how to do it. So we would do it on purpose. Um, and then I had a friend in high school, we were like seniors and she would do that shit all the time. And she thought it was the funniest thing. Um, but yeah, there are certain positions where like more air is being thrusted in. So like after sex, like that it happens. Um, and I'm still, I guess still get kind of shy about it till this day, which is interesting because I know it's just, it's normal airs in there. It needs to find a way to get out. Um, but there's still some little 
like shyness in me that's like, no, like you didn't hear that or <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I, I found that missionary, I think, is probably the position that that happens in the most where like the moment I get up and we want to change, all of a sudden I just hear blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Wait, in missionary? Really? Yeah, at least that is the least. Like really? that'll never happen to me during missionary. It always happens from the back, though. Really, that's crazy. Yeah, for, at least from, like I said, from my experience, missionary seems to be seems to be the one. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. and yeah, and yeah, I know it's it, uh, pretty much every girl that that's happened to. Uh, of course, it's an accident, but like they get, um, you know, get super embarrassed or shy and all that stuff. And I just I shrug it off. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like it's just air. It's literally just air uh coming out like it's not gross it's not disgusting um you know it's not really anything you know it's just it, it happens you know it yeah happens. i i find it funny i laugh it off more than anything um well to get you know into awkward uncomfortable and just bad moments during the lovely uh act of having sex uh, real quick i um, do i do have one question i need to ask and this is this will delve into the this will get into like awkward and uh you know uncomfortable sex stories and whatnot but i have to ask this i've i so just just to preface this uh i sent you send you a link to a podcast earlier today. I'm not sure if you listen to it. It's not really, it's not too relevant if I'm being completely honest. It's just the fact that today they were talking about this very subject that we are talking about today. So I found it super hilarious. So uh, as I was listening to it, uh, a question arose, not a question, but uh, the topic arose. Um, and it's more so for, uh, Yesenia and I guess the ladies of the audience because I had never really thought about it until they brought it up. So Yesenia, I have to ask you, uh, in your many years of having sex, um, up till now or whether it's in the beginning, has it ever, <laughs> has it ever been awkward <laughs> that you're, that a guy, um, is just like let's say doggy position obviously that a guy is just staring at your butthole uh yes <laughs> <laughs> i think okay i think when i was first having sex and we kind of touched on this a little bit last episode um you know i was having sex with boyfriends so like people that i have been with for a few months you know longer term things like that so, um, you know, I guess in like my, my early dating sex days, you know, it was a lot of missionary, like not like and me on top, you know, so there wasn't too many exploration with like sex positions. Right. But as I got older with the boyfriends that I was dating, it was like, oh, like you're back there and I'm, you know, I'm brown and, you know, unlike white skin, you know, dark spots on brown people are even darker. So like my armpits tend to be darker because the my knees tend to be darker, my elbows tend to be darker. So then obviously like down there and those like cracks and crannies are darker. Um so I used to get really embarrassed by that. And there'd be some times where I wouldn't enjoy the sex because I would be too anxious about feeling self-conscious during sex, whether it's them looking at my butthole or like them like judging the colors within like my butt crack or how I have hair on my lower back. Um, or the fact that I like, I, well, when I was younger, I was like really, really skinny. 
So like, I, I'm not thick. So it's like, am I not thick enough for these people? Um, you know, at the time that's when like, I mean, they, it's still a thing, but at the time I remember being like 22, 21, 22 and like, the back dimples were like a trend, you know, for women and like guys loved girls uh, with those back ah, dimples. Yes, the back dimples and make a, plenty of guys weak in the knees. Yes. And I don't have those. So, you know, like feeling I was very self-conscious. Um, and then, you know, like the phase of like the random hookup started and there was a shame that came with that. But I think once I felt more comfortable in my own skin and embraced my own sexuality and just kind of realized I'm human. I like sex. Get the fuck over it. That's when things really shifted for me. So now I don't really care because, you know, there's there's more fun if you if you look at it, <laughs> literally and metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay. Um, I just ha- I had to get some insight on that. I I had never thought about that before. Just like yeah, you know, your your bare butthole is just you know out and about, and he's just staring at it while he's you know doing the do having his way with you so to speak yeah um that kind of actually relates to the story that i'm gonna um get us into so um in my early 20 i was dating this guy and we were dating for like around a year and there was one time he like went down on me and so at the time i wasn't comfortable with people going down on me um i just it was very awkward and uncomfortable for me so he was really the first guy or he was the first guy I let go down on me. And we really like had to communicate a lot about my limits and like what I felt comfortable with doing um, and like how long things like that. But there was one time, I think it was because I was like working out beforehand and he like smelled my must and he was like turned on by it. So I was like, okay, but like I was self-conscious. I was like, oh, I stink. And like, I'm sweaty. And now I'm like doing this with you type of thing. But I like went to get like, to like put myself up a little bit more. And when I did that, I like queefed in his, <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> Jeez. I was so embarrassed and I was like mortified. So I like tried to push him off me and oh. he was just laughing and stuff. And then he made this stupid ass comment of like, I like when my dinner talks back to me or something like that. Jesus Christ. And I was like, Ugh. I was just so freaking mortified. But because I was starting to get self-conscious, I was like, does my butthole stink? Like, did I leave any, like, toilet paper bolitas left from that, like, white, you know, because some toilet papers, like, get left behind because it's not strong enough. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just full-blown self-conscious that I wasn't able to, like, finish. I wasn't able to get into it. And then I felt bad because he wanted to have sex afterwards, like, naturally, because he's hella turned on. So it was kind of one of those things where I was like, I'll just have sex with you because... I know you want to get somewhere, but I was, like, not into it whatsoever. And, like, it was consensual before anyone says anything. I just wasn't turned on. I wasn't in the mood for it. Like, I was just subconscious. I just wanted to shower, really, was what it was. Yeah. Um, but I remember telling him, and we, like, laughed about it afterwards and stuff, you know. Um, there's been times where, like, him and I have, like, fallen off the bed. Like, I've fallen... We have fallen off the bed and I like landed on his penis one time. Like Ooh, I hit my head and got a concussion one time from falling off the bed with him. Like, like we hurt ourselves so many fucking times just out of stupidity. And then it just makes things like awkward. Cause you're like, well, like the mood's ruined, but like you get a good laugh in it. Mm-hmm. But with those experiences, it's funny. Cause I'm like, Oh, that was terrible. Like 
my body was just like, hell no, stay away from me. But they're really good stories now because when I think back to them, it just makes me laugh. Now, staying on that sort of in that same realm of like, um, I guess you could call it hygiene. You know, like you say that you were a little musky, but he was turned on by it. You know, hey, some some people are just turned on by their partner's natural musk. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, Mm -hmm. So with that being said, uh, I uh, also to preface this, I sent Yesenia a subreddit of a uh, subreddit that I frequent called uh, relationship advice. It's it's as it sounds. It's just a bunch of people asking for relationship advice, anything from like uh, my wife cheated on me. What do I do? Or I'm trying to talk to this guy. What do I do? Anything, all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and every now and again, there'll be some sexual ones that pop up every now and again. Some of them, a lot of them pertain to their partners. Um, how do I say this? Bad hygiene. Uh, mm-hmm. like one in particular, I saw maybe like two days ago, it said that like my partner's dick smells all the time. <laughs> like, I think that was literally the, the title of the, of the things like my partner's dick smells. And I was like, geez, man, you're in a relationship with this man and he doesn't take care of himself. Like, I don't, I don't even know how I honestly do not understand why people are in relationships uh, with people that just have poor hygiene, whether it be poor oral hygiene um you know musty pits rotting smelling crotches all that kind of stuff and she said that she would power through sex through the smell and all that kind of stuff and i'm just like late like lady please what are you doing um so like i i I know this it's kind of like a long roundabout way of asking like how i i guess not even how important is hygiene but like what what are like your limits when it comes to like, you know, people's hygiene and their smells and stuff like that? Will you power through something if you're like, if you really like the guy and want to make something work? Will you talk to them about it at some point? Like, how does all that work? I mean, the best way that I can answer this is like, it really fucking depends because I have been intimate with guys who have like must and it just fucking stinks. And I hate it. Like, mm. get the hell off of me. Like, I want to throw up. Like, hurry up and finish and just be done. Because I don't want to be next to you. I've dated guys who, like, sweat, uh, like, really oh. profusely oh, during yeah. sex. The, the sweater. That shit. <laughs> like, the no. Sweater. But on the opposite end, I dated a guy who was both musty and hella sweaty during it. And, oh, my God, I was in love. Like, I... Just like the sweatier he got and the mustier he got, the more I wanted him. Um, you know, there's something about sex sweat that is just a huge turn on. I don't know what it is. I was telling like my current boo thing. I was like, there's like, I read research and like, obviously like the internet buzz about it of like, people are attracted to like pheromones and shit like that. So yeah. I think, I think at one time I, I was in the discord with you all and I was just like, Oh, do you like the way your girlfriend's armpit smells? I think it was like you like Rex, things like that. Ah, uh, yes. I remember um, that. And then I there, cause I read this study that like men who like the way their girlfriend's armpits smell are more likely like attracted to their pheromones and won't find their girlfriend unattractive in like ways like your everyday ways, like after coming to the gym, waking up in the morning, right before they go to bed, things like that. But men who aren't attracted to their girlfriend's armpit smells or scent, I should say, uh, they tend to be more grossed out by their girlfriends. And it's like a stupid study that I think like some undergrads did. 
I don't know if it's based off other research or things like that, but it's one of those interesting ones. But yeah, I kind of always tell my boo, like, I want to smell him musty to see if I'm attracted to him when he's musty. But I don't ever smell him musty even when he says he is. And then the other day he was here when I was musty. And I mean, he didn't say anything about it. So I don't know if he was attracted to it or not. But I think pheromones is a thing. I think when you are attracted to someone's like smells and odors, you're you're like you're under under a spell um personally though i don't mind a must if it's like from working out from working hard from being busy like a busybody because that's natural right yeah rather than rather than actual just yeah natural bo i don't think i could do that yeah luckily Uh, i've never been in the situation where i've had to like tell a girl like hey you know it doesn't smell you know it doesn't smell right to me or anything like that um i know and i know like sometimes that's that's a condition you know sometimes that just can't be helped um i i fully understand that but yeah i've never been put in that position to where i've had to be like oh um sorry it doesn't smell so fresh down there or i've had to you know turn tail and run or anything like that luckily i've never never been in that situation um but uh yeah, I think, yeah, obviously hygiene, super important, you know, like I, I won't even, I won't even let anyone near me if, uh, if I don't feel fresh or I don't feel clean, you know, like I will, if I know I'm going to have sex that night, I will always take a shower after work, regardless of whether I sweat or not, whether it's a hot day, a chill day, whatever the case may be, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, make sure I freshen up beforehand. Like, uh, for example, there was one, one time I hooked up with a girl. Uh, we only ever hooked up one time. I guess you could call it one night stand or whatever, but we, we had like, we had set up everything, you know, we had set up a date, uh, went on, went to dinner, all that stuff. I, I got off work. I went home, I showered, you know, we went to dinner, you know, did the- that's for sure. Not a one night stand. Cause that was a whole date. Well, I, I mean, well, it was, it was a date with the intention of, of you know shacking up you know what i mean <laughs> like i okay yeah i guess you say it wasn't a one night stand. i never saw her again after that I, if it, I, hook up. yeah okay yeah let's call it a hookup um but yeah like we you know i i made sure that um even though i didn't have a hard day at work that day i still made sure that i you know was gentlemanly and and freshened up as much as i possibly could <clears throat> Um, and yeah, there are time and I won't even, I won't even let my girlfriend like near my crotch. If I know for a fact that like, I don't smell right, or, you know, it's a little ripe down there for one reason or another. Um, like I, I always, I don't know. I have like, maybe this like self-conscious thing or maybe just not even a subconscious thing. I just have this thing where like, if I know that something is, is a miss down there, or mm-hmm. with my pits or like my natural smell or whatever, then I just, I'm, I probably, I won't even be in the mood probably, honestly, kind of like you, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm a little musty, then it's like, uh, like, uh, you know, I feel a little bit gross about it. Have you ever like been with a woman when she maybe wasn't smelling her best? No, I don't, at least not to my recollection. I think, uh, I've, I've been pretty lucky in that aspect to where, whether it, whether it be like down south or their armpits or their breath or whatever the case may be i've always i've always i think i've gotten lucky with with being with people that have just you know 
had their natural mm -hmm. smells about them, you know, nothing amiss in that Has department. Any, have you ever had anything happen that's like gross or like now that you think about it, you're like, I can't believe that happened type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so you've heard the story before uh, about my first time with anal sex. Uh, or maybe you have it. I don't know if you have or not, but I'll, I'll... Uh, we'll tell a story and then I'll let you yeah, know if I have or yeah. haven't. So for the listeners out there, my first time with anal sex, uh, it was quite, it was quite something. <laughs> I, so I was, I was hanging out with this girl. Uh, this is probably like the second or third time we have ever seen each other. Uh, we're at her place on her couch. Um, we're laying down and, you know, there's a cover over us and we're, we're, you know, going at it. I'm going, we're like laying down. So if you can picture it, we're laying, both laying down on our sides. Um, I'm obviously in the back. She's in the front. You know, I'm going at it, doing my thing. Uh, no, it slips out. You know, it happens. Mm, uh, okay. Yes, I do know this it, one. Yeah, I slip it. It slips out. And then, you know, I go to, I go to, you know, put it back in. And I'll admit I was a little, I was, I was going a little too fast. <laughs> you know, I was a little overzealous and I end up, you know, going in the wrong hole. And, you know, I'm sure plenty of ladies listening right now know the jump that I'm talking about. Um, she does the little jump scare thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Are you OK? You know, I'm trying to comfort her and make sure, you know, she's all right and everything. Uh, and she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. You didn't you didn't go all the way in. And I was like, OK, cool, cool. Thank you. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, uh, and I and lo and behold, she, you know, she just she takes my 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 cock and balls well okay my cock and just she puts it right back in her ass and i'm like i was like wait a minute is this is like is like is this in your ass and she was like yeah and i was like all right I'm, i guess i'm i guess we're having anal sex now. <laughs> i just i wasn't gonna stop <laughs> i wasn't gonna stop the hell is a man is supposed to do you know what i mean so but obviously looking back now like knowing what i oh i mean i knew what i knew then but I'm an adult now and I'm more mature about that kind of stuff. I'm like, damn, I d Lord knows what was up there. Uh, if she was even clean or she was ready, probably not. Cause we didn't talk about it prior that she was into that stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, that looking back on that, I was like, damn, I, I went through with that. Just, just really on the fly. And granted we, we did anal sex uh, after that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know whether or not, the times after she was prepared for it or not no idea no clue whatsoever but that first time that that was just wow <laughs> i was like oh okay. yeah. it's in your ass it's in this is in your butt <laughs> it's in the booty mm -hmm. and that that is what it is it's here we're there <laughs> what about you have you ever had anything like gross or disgusting happening? You ever like did anal sex with a dude and then like a little turd nugget slips out at the end and it lands on him? <laughs> uh, no. Um, I will say that like my anal, my first anal experience was very like slow in the sense of it. I, the, the person that I did it with was like, I think I was just so into the sex that when he was transitioning to anal, mm -hmm. I was just so turned on. I was like, all right, like, yeah, let's do it type of thing. And I liked it, obviously. And I think I hadn't, I think I was like good to go, so to speak, at least in like we, we didn't shower like afterwards. Like, so I'm assuming like it was clean enough to not have to like 
worry about that. Right. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like it was, it didn't hurt. It was very like communicate, communicate, communicative. There we go. Like there was a lot of, you know, is it so okay? Are you, are you okay? Like, does it hurt? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. He's making um, sure you're okay throughout the whole thing. Yeah. So, and then I liked it and boom. Um, I will say though, and I don't know if this goes for anybody else who, who has had an anal experience. What comes, no pun intended, what comes after you're done with anal is the weirdest shit ever. Because, so, like, with people who have vaginas, after someone, like, busts inside of you, like, you, like, gravity's a thing. You know, if you have a period, you know exactly what I'm talking about. These clumps of, like, you know, your uterus come down and come out of you. When you have, like, semen inside of you, it, it comes out. Same thing happens when you have anal and someone like finishes inside of your butt, but then like, you know, it's, it's accompanied with farting. So like you're <laughs> farting out semen and then like, obviously like poop particles and stuff. So after my first time I had like kind of weird diarrhea, which sucked. Um, the second time it happened we had Chick-fil-A earlier that day. And I don't know. Like we had a shower after that time. It was real raunchy. Oh, um, but like I, again, because I, I think I spent the night at his house that night. So, or no, I did spend the night at his house that night. Him and his roommates snore really loud. And even with them snoring, I couldn't comfortably like take a shit at nighttime knowing that like I had had anal earlier that night and I needed to get rid of things from my butthole. Like <laughs> it was, just awkward and uncomfortable um and i think we've done it like one more time since then um and i was because that was because i was on my period um and hadn't seen him like a month or it had been a while well that's a great segue so. what's what's your ex <clears throat> experience like with period sex is that like awkward i'm, I'm sure now it probably isn't but like was well, like the first time uh, uh no because i'm like and I mean, I don't know if it's just me. I know a lot of my friends are this way. And I don't know if other women or if this is like a commonality for women in general. But like, I'm the horniest when I'm on my period, which really fucking sucks. Um, but I do know that orgasming really does help with cramps. And so now that I'm no longer on like any birth control, my cramps are like, oh my God, I I can't even explain the pain that I feel because of my period cramps like i want someone to stab me in the lower abdomen from how bad it hurts and i think the stabbing would be a freaking walk in the park compared to my cramps um and so like i would talk to my gynecologist about it a lot because you know i'm just like why do i have these really bad cramps and it's not a normal thing to have cramps like that and she was just like well if you want you can masturbate um you know try to have an orgasm and It'll relieve some of the pain if you have a partner, maybe doing like some foreplay, you know, if you're comfortable with penetration, like go for it type of thing. I didn't really realize how much that actually makes a difference until I think I just became more comfortable with it. But yeah, I've had like, m like bloody murder Niagara Falls period sex. And then like, I'm kind of <laughs> spotting period sex. Right. Um, and honestly, it, it doesn't really feel that different. It's just messy. Yeah, the mess is always the worst. I remember, I think the first time I had period sex uh, was in a hotel, and Lord knows we had to ask for extra towels. I think the <laughs> I think the towels we did ruin, we we just like took with us and like threw them away or something. Yeah, because hey, hey, no way. There was a murder scene happening in that bedroom, and it was God knows we're not giving this 
these bloody towels to this to this ho- this poor uh, hotel staff. Yeah. Like fuck that. Yeah. So I mean, now that I have had anal sex, I probably prefer it over period sex. Um, but you know, I think it just depends on the mood, honestly. Interesting. Interesting. Um, with that, I will get into another uncomfortable story. I don't know if I ever told you all this about, um, this guy that I was like, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, but we were like dating for a few weeks. Um, about the one time he licked my booty hole and I was unprepared for it. (laughs) (laughs) So this was back in like what, 2018, 2019. And I was dating this guy and you know, you were having sex or whatever. And like, he pulls out and starts to like, you know, go down on me, but from behind. And that makes me a little un- like uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm not trying to fart on you, my friend. Like, right. and you, <laughs> that's not what we were doing here. But he decided to go a little further north and uh, taste the good old Hershey chocolate bar over oh, there. And, um, I just was not ready for it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I like turned around super quick and I was like, what the hell? And we ended up in like a full blown argument about it because he no wanted to do way. it and I kept saying no. Oh my God. Was it, it wait, was, did, like, was it just the outside or did he like try to stick his tongue in there or? Like, I'm pretty sure he like did a scoop. Like, have you ever seen the way animals drink water, how they scoop yeah, their tongue uh-huh. yep, to get whoa. the water? It was like one of those. At least that's what it felt like. Um, it was awful. Honestly, I was so uncomfortable. It was just, it was not something I was expecting. And when I was trying to tell him like that, I don't like that. Like, I haven't tried it. And I think if we are going to try something like that, that's a conversation I would like to have beforehand. And he got like really fucking pissed. He got really pissed and he was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sure you let other dudes do. Oh, and that was the other thing. So he was like, oh, I'm sure you let other dudes do it. And I'm like, I literally just told you I've never done that before. You're in the throes with me right now. And you're really wanting to accuse me of like whoring it up, basically. And maybe I took it too personally, but I'm like, why would you just assume I've done it with other men before? Um, Or other people, I should say. And it was just this full-blown argument because he was like, well, we already were doing it, so what's the big deal? And I'm like, I'm literally telling you no. After this point, it's unconsensual. And I was trying to make it a point. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, so what, you're calling me a rapist now? And I'm like, no, I'm just saying you don't have my consent to do it. You you still have my consent to have sex with me. Like, I'm still okay with us doing that. I just don't want to do this whole, like, eating out my ass bullshit. And he was, like, so upset. And it just was not getting any better. I started putting on my clothes and it was not getting any better. And I was just like, for a moment there, I thought he was going to hit me. But maybe it was just my reaction because he was just getting more and more amped up. And it's probably sexually frustration, you know, sexual frustration. But that was like the last time I like let him touch me essentially because I stopped texting him. I stopped answering his phone calls. I like texted him eventually and i was like hey i just need some like space to think he was like blowing me up saying he was sorry and that he don't he doesn't know why he responded the way he did and blah 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 blah. but i remember telling myself like if this happens now it's gonna happen again in just other ways 
And I just didn't want to have to deal with like an abusive relationship. So I was like, and not to say he was right. But to me, I I jumped to that conclusion of like, this could be a sign that it'll go that way. And it probably would have or probably wouldn't have. I don't know. But I didn't want to stick around to find out. So I like cut things off with him. Yeah, I cut things off with him. And yeah, I mean, like now he's dating. I don't even know. He's dating this girl who doesn't even like claim him. She'd be like fucking around with these other dudes um, behind his back and shit. So I'm like, whatever. Like, that's not my problem, you know? Yeah, I hope he, I hope he get, he got what he wanted. Maybe hope she lets him eat her booty. <laughs> For real. As he, long as it's not was, mine. He was just trying to get some booty that night. God damn. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I ain't never been that hungry for anything like that to just be like, eh, why not? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, sir, what is going on? I think the only, the closest thing I've ever had to that, and it never even turned into an argument. We just sort of laughed. We literally just laughed about it. Uh, I was uh, doing, uh, I was with this one girl at her place and um, I'm doing it from the back. And I I take my right hand and I put the power of God into that motherfucker and I smack the shit out of her fucking butt and she she just lets out this fucking like ow and I and I was like I was like oh I'm sorry and then she just literally turns around looks me dead in the eye and gives me the hardest Ric Flair chop on my fucking chest good God. <laughs> I've never been hit that hard during sex in my life and we both just look at each other and we just start laughing about it. It was it was it was honestly it was honestly pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't mad. I literally was not mad. I was just like, yeah, I, I probably deserve that <laughs> if I'm being honest cuz I I smacked the fuck out of her. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. That shit was funny as fuck. Yeah. I think I don't know. I just the way that I'm thinking about just these stories i also have like a bunch of friends who like tell me they're like awkward sex stories um but i was wondering if you were wanting to transition into kind of reading scenarios that we pulled from online and seeing how we would feel about it yeah all right so i have one um this one i pulled from reddit and the reason why I pulled it from Reddit is because of the stereotype that comes with this. So, um, I'm a female, 23. My boyfriend, who is a male, 34, says he wants to have sex with other women while I'm away at nursing school for 18 months. So, uh, yes, the title read, read of this, this specific episode really pulled me because, at least here in the Bay Area, there's a lot of memes around, like, all bitches from high school do is buy Nissan Altimas and go to nursing school (laughs) (laughs) or become medical assistants, which I'm not hating on the field, but it's just hella funny because I'm like, I know hella people from high school who drive Nissan Altimas and became medical assistants or went to nursing school. So, you know, there's a stereotype that that's with it. Right. Um, it comes, it comes from just, you know, people being stupid and whatnot. Um, I just think it's funny. So, the story is my boyfriend is very hypersexual. He says he wants to have sex with other women just as a sexual release while I'm away at nursing school. He says it'll just be sex. He's had so much sex, he is nearly desensitized to it, and it's just an orgasm at this point for him. Unless he's emotionally attached to the person, i.e. me. He doesn't want me to have sex with other men while I'm away, but it's okay for him to have sex with other women. I considered myself to be an understanding person, so while I was away, 
he was able to get his sexual needs met. However, I decided if he was going to be able to get his sexual needs met, it was only fair for me to get mine met. I, op- I asked him for an open relationship. That way I wouldn't feel guilty and he wouldn't have any guilt attached to this relationship and all of the needs that are going to be met. I didn't quite clarify that I was going to be having sex as well. Maybe I'm just a little naive, but I figured it would be best for the both of us. Well, apparently he was having sex with this girl who in the midst of him wanting to finish inside of a condom, took out his penis, ripped off the condom and put it back in her vagina. Or so he says. There's a name for well, that. Well, now this girl is expecting to have a baby. <clears throat> However, she still wants him to have sex with her. Okay, this is where it starts getting a little weird. <laughs> he still wants she still wants him to have sex with her while she's pregnant and wants him to see if he can get her pregnant with a new embryo. What the fuck? That's like a I don't know pink. what to do. He's having a baby. Should I just end my marriage? Well, yeah, you know what the fuck to do in the fucking marriage. He's got he knocked up another bitch. I mean, uh, I mean, there's a there's a lot to unpack there. For being honest, like just off the just off rip, you know, uh, the whole like, you know, I understand. You know, you're going away. Someone goes away, and for an extended period of time, and you know, I I get it. You know, both partners have needs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if I were going away for 18 months, uh, and if my girlfriend were okay with it, I'd be like, yeah, you can go mess around with other guys as long as it's okay for me to go mess around with other women. Um, mm-hmm. If anything were wrong with that, I you know, I don't know what I would do in that situation. It'd be easy for me to sit here and say, oh, well, I'm just going to go, I'll, I'll just break up with you and I'll just go screw whoever I want. You know what I mean? It's easy for me to sit here and say that. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Yeah. But I think as long as both parties are consenting... You know, like, I, I, yeah, have at it. Go hog wild. But, like, you know, if if he's under the understanding that, like, he's going to be having sex and she isn't, then that's a, I, me personally, I think that's a problem. Like, it, you know, why, why is one allowed to do something and the other isn't? That's just super controlling and manipulative behavior. Oh, that's for sure manipulative. Like, yeah. no, no question about it. I think it's interesting, though, that, like, this side chick second girlfriend situation is like yeah come inside me more to see if we can get pregnant twice yeah like what that <laughs> that was that caught me i read that that subreddit earlier i didn't make it to the end that was my first time hearing that last part <laughs> but jesus christ i'm like that this that that whole post took a turn at the end like holy shit i'm just like i don't know i you know and it's all subjective right because he could just easily be telling his person what she wants to hear but, like, if it is true that this girl, like, stopped you to rip off the condom, that would be, like, my, at least if I was a guy, that would be my telltale sign of, like, she wants me to nut in her. Like, is she, and I guess, okay, this is, might be a big difference in, in the the intimate throes of it all. It's, like, you're not really thinking about birth control, pregnancy, what's my wife going to think, you know, what's my, you know, you're not thinking about those things. So, I guess that's probably where women think differently than men um because for me if some guy's trying to have sex with me he doesn't have a condom i'm like you're funny like no like specifically think about that one time i hooked up with that dude after our first date and like 
he didn't have a condom and like wanted to have sex and then was just like it'll be fine like we'll just get you a plan b tomorrow and i was like oh so you expect to have sex with me and you want me to take a plan b because you you want to bust me like you got me fucked up type thing yeah um so yeah like some dudes just really don't fucking care and i'm just like good luck with them stds you'll probably be catching not caring like that like not to shame people who have you know contracted stis and stuff but it's like people really do be out here having like shameless sex and be hella nasty about it with no regard for other people and that's what's like disgusting about it absolutely oh speaking of condoms real quick um did i ever tell you the story of how i lost a condom inside someone (gasps) you did what okay so to be fair let's let's start from the top uh Mm -hmm. so uh, i was with this i was with this uh lady was older older gal uh probably about 10 or 10 to 15 years older than me she was a total milf uh so you know we're we're just in the back seat of my car uh and you know we're just going at it you know i had one condom this because i was just like eh, this is all i got right now I'm, i wasn't going to the store to get more i was like i got mm-hmm. one condom on me we're gonna make this work um so we're going at it and she's a she's a she's a squirter right it was my first time ever being with a squirter i've never had that in my entire life um that uh so you know as you know things are getting way hot and heavy you know we're we're like deep into this this session right and you know things are moist things are wet things are slick right so um i remember at one point like she's just you know going to town on me on top and everything and you know i look i just so happen to look down and i'm like I'm like hey um there's no there's no condom here you know i was like <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, maybe it, maybe it like slid, like, you know, it, sometimes it slides, it slides up a little sometimes, you know, I was like, oh, whatever, man, just, just get up, let me check this out. No condom on my dick whatsoever. I am like freaking out, not freaking out, like internally I'm freaking out. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck happened to this thing? But um, yeah. I'm trying to play it cool, like, uh, what, where'd it go? Like, what happened to it? I'm like looking on my car seat, like, did it fall off? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and she, she, she. Fishes. Wait, 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 hold on. You said you're looking around in your car seats? Or like my back seat, you know what I mean? Wait, so you were having sex with a squirter in your car? Yeah. I have so many hygienic questions for you after your story. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, she she starts fishing around and <laughs> lo and behold, there it was <laughs> inside of inside her vagina. Oh, and, uh, and we were both just like, well, um, uh, we were just like, you know, well, what do we do now? And, and, you know, I mean, she, she finished me off, thankfully, but like that, that like 30 seconds of just like, oh shit. Like I was just fucking you for like the last, like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes without a condom on. Like, my God, it's a good thing. I wasn't like close to finishing or anything, but like, even still, like, that's still scary, yeah. you know? It's anxiety provoking for yeah. sure. Luckily, that's never happened to me since, like the condom slipping off or anything like that. It's never happened to me since then, thank God. But just that one time, it took. I was like, "Holy shit!" Luckily, I've never had that situation, but I have had it where, um, like we're done and like he's pulling out, and he just didn't grip the edges right. So when he was pulling out, he pulled himself out of the condom so the condom like stayed like half in me half out of oh, me oh i see i was like i was trying to imagine what you're talking about but i see now i see now 
Yeah, it's with someone with a smaller penis. Ooh. Sorry, sorry, little dick. <laughs> um Yeah. <laughs> but I've got I've got one here. This one this one's a little more um a little more thought provoking, I guess. Um it says found uh, I'm not gonna go into the like the the whole post because it's it's a wall of text, but I'll just read the headline because that's really all I need. Uh it says found out my boyfriend uh of a year cheated wait this isn't the right one i'm sorry this is the one here <laughs> says my girlfriend these they're both 28 and 26 my girlfriend announced the end of our sex life now i don't know about you um actually i do know about you we we both have agreed that sex is very important to us in a relationship um what are your thoughts and feelings on like a dead bedroom like would that would that be the end of the relationship there? Could you make it work if like you were able to still somehow, you know, seek pleasure with other people? Like, I don't know. There's like a whole a whole debate or conversation that could be had just about that in and of itself. I guess for me it would really depend on the reason why. Mm -hmm. If like my man's going through like like some mental health issues like we're not like yeah sex is important to me but like i want my person to be happy and content with them themselves so i'm fine with like sex being non-existent until they get better um if it's like i mean I, i've been with the partner who couldn't physically arise to the to the occasion and like every once in a while well it was pretty often during the beginning of our relationship and then it would happen every once in a while where he couldn't um get erect and so it made me like and that's an awkward conversation to have with anybody obviously but yeah. i know for men it's like a real big blow to their ego mm -hmm. and for me like i could have been like and i guess you know who i actually vented to about it a little bit it was with adam um i vented to him about it because i was like am i shallow for like thinking this is about me and like he's not attracted to me um but i think what ended up coming up was like I thought maybe he wasn't attracted to me um, because the other girls he had been with were a lot more voluminous than I am. They're a lot more curvier than I am. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty thin. I'm pretty petite. Um, and it, I kind of made like a situation about me. And so the comp, not the compromise, I wouldn't even want to say that, but like something that I had to take a step back on was really figuring out ways to be comfortable with each other and be vulnerable intimately with each other and really like maximizing the foreplay. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, not to say we took a break from our sex, but it was like, how do we learn more about what each other likes so we can help you get erect. Um, but I think if it's like coming out of the blue and it's coming out of nowhere with no explanation, I'm just going to assume they're cheating on me or wanting to fuck other bitches. So like, bye, <laughs> like you can, if you don't want to have a sex life with me, you don't need to be with me. Um, I'm not going to like spend time with someone who doesn't want me that way, but wants the benefits of me in all these other ways because they just want to be with other people or just because mm -hmm. if they're literally not sexually attracted to me anymore, I think that poses a bigger flag for me. And for me, sex is important and I can love somebody and not want to let them go but i also believe in like i don't think we just have one soulmate in life and i think sometimes in like a situation 
let's say me and I don't know, let's say like me and some guy named Pablo were like 10 years deep and he all of a sudden is just like, yep, I'm not sexually attracted to you anymore. I can still love him and, you know, want to spend my life with him. And I can do that in other ways that doesn't revolve around a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just telling of how people are meant to be in your lives. Um, but sex is important to me. I want my person to desire me and to crave me and to be attracted to me and like desperately want me at times, you know, like who wouldn't want that? Um, and I want to feel that way about my partner too. Yeah, I think that's, uh, very well said. Uh, I've never, uh, I've always been, um, you know, of the very relaxed, um, uh, very relaxed personality trait. So like, uh, like if, if my partner came to me and was like, Hey, you know, do you want to try like an open relationship type deal? Or do you want to try be, uh, bringing someone else into the bedroom or, you know, try this or try that? You're like, I'm, I'm pretty much all ears for, for most things. Um, uh, if like sex were to, if the sex were to end in the bedroom, like, yeah, I could still, you know, love them for who they are. Um, now, of course, that raises, you know, more questions, you know, can I go out and, you know, screw whoever or, you know, with obviously consent and like open, open, open honesty, you know, it, it wouldn't just be, it wouldn't just be, uh, you know, I, <laughs> hey, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got Judith lined up on Thursday and I've got Sandra lined up on Friday, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be like that type of situation, but, yeah. uh, you know, um, and even if like same with her like if she if like if either one of us weren't sexually attracted to one another i'm sure we could still find a way to you know make it work um because like you said you know you can find other ways to love someone with more than like just sex or being sexually attracted to them Mm -hmm. uh there's all different you know types of love languages all this kind of stuff um i know as 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 we get older obviously you know sexual drive goes down for I know guys, testosterone goes down, um, things of that nature. So I know from like a guy's perspective, if like sex, uh, you know, dwindles over sex, just dwindles over time as they get older, you know, that's just natural. That's just a normal part of life. There's nothing we can really do about that except for like taking testosterone pills, I guess. But like, you know, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that a thing for women? I know. Is does uh, does estrogen affect sex drive like testosterone does for guys? Honestly, I want to say like there's hella things that affect like sex drive. Um, I know. Yeah, I, I think with I don't know how it is with men specifically because I'm not a man. I don't have male hormones and stuff, but like. I know if women have higher levels of estrogen, um, the estrogen helps the female um, anatomy with, like, increasing and promoting, like, vaginal lubrication, sexual desire. Um, It increases progesterone, which increases sexual desire. Um, And so, like, but that's a thing, too, because there are some, like, birth controls, for example, that do have more, like, estrogen in it. But then people don't have a sex drive. Um, And so, you know, and or people take like, for example, I'm on Lexapro, which is um, SSRI, which means it's a serotonin, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which basically it's a fancy way of saying the Lexapro helps my brain produce and take in more serotonin so I can be happier most of the time. Some people 
experience a decrease in sex drive. I have not experienced that. So like antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds, antipsychotics can all impact that. Uh, people who are going through like IVF treatments to try to have a baby because they can't conceive naturally or they have their tubes tied so they have to go through this route. Those per, those are literally just like a bunch of like hormones and, you know, all these different things that you're adding to your body to get your body ready for a baby. So that impacts the sex drive. It either decreases it or increases it. Um, so it's, it's really different. It definitely depends on the person, I think. Um, I don't know if that's like that for men when it comes to testosterone. Um, but I know like for women, like literally anything can impact your sex drive. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know, like you were saying, like uh, what do you call it, antidepressants or whatnot. I know that that can affect that affects like everybody, pretty much mm -hmm. in the negative aspect when it comes to sex. Like I know I've heard testimonies from plenty of guys that are like, "Yeah, man, my fucking dick don't work because <laughs> of these antidepressants mm -hmm. and stuff," and they have like zero sex drive, like zero will to do anything. Not like anything, but like anything like sexual like that. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's like it. There's some medications that feel more numbing for people then it does feel like supportive and you know if anyone out there is experiencing that like if you're on medications like psychiatric medications and you feel more like a zombie rather than a human speak to your doctor about it and like talk to them about your symptoms and how you're feeling and again just as a reminder like we are in charge of our own medical care it is up to us and it's our decision as to what medications we want to take don't let your doctors bully you into taking something because it's an easy prescription to write I've had that experience working with patients and their providers who just don't listen. They literally will tell you that like they feel suicidal on a damn prescription, but the doctor still wants to prescribe it. That's not the way it works. You can talk to them about alternative options. And if not, get second opinions, get third opinions. Um, but you shouldn't feel numb taking these types of medications. Like it shouldn't impact your sex drive like this. It shouldn't impact your day to day, day to day life. It's supposed to be supportive. It's supposed to be helpful. Um, but with that, medications aren't like a one-all cure-all. So like going outside, exercising, making sure you're eating a balanced um, diet throughout the day, right? We're not just snacking on Pepsi and hot Cheetos. That's kind of a blow to myself because that's kind of all I ate today. So, you know, you got to do the other things too, right? Um, it's medications, not a, a like band-aid for our brains. It's just like an extra like little boost, but we have to do all the other things as well. Um yeah, sorry, that was kind of off topic, but it's important. Yeah. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. Ooh, speaking of train, have you ever been part of a train? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. was it like awkward or was it like nah, fun? It was, um, so I've been a part of um multiple with only two with only two couples. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and say like I've been a part of like the uh fucking orgies and you know threesomes and foursomes all that kind of no, no no i've only been with two couples when it comes to uh threesomes uh they were both uh you know very nice people um you know we kept it pretty strictly um you know our contact was only for like setting stuff up so we weren't like you know setting up like hey let's you know go to the movies or anything like that it was pretty much just hey are you free this day you want to come over and fuck sure let's go <laughs> you know it was it was very it was very it was business it was all business mm -hmm. um the first couple i met uh i don't even remember it was so long ago i don't even remember how i how i met them in the first place but uh it was this white couple i think they're from uh i think they're from san jose uh but they they were they would drive up to sacramento 
sometimes. And whenever they would pass through, uh, you know, our town, uh, there's a there's an overlook over a freeway. Um, and I they know would, exactly where that is too. Yeah, and they would go up there, and I remember, I remember we set it up too. Like the first time we met, we set it up like it was like like something out of a porno. You feel me? So like, I would pretty much like quote unquote catch them in the act. You know what I mean? I would catch her, you know, sucking her man's dick, and that's exactly what happened. Um, I go up there, you know, and it's like, uh, and she's like all embarrassed, you know, turning away and everything. And I like, it's like, like, no, 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 it's, it's okay. It's okay. They do knew who I was, obviously. It's okay, baby girl. I'm yeah. here now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then, you know, she, she, you know, goes back down on him, turns her attention to me. And then, you know, next thing you know, we're off to the races, uh, you know. It's a racing time. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And then the second couple, also very nice. I think they're also from, San yeah, they're from San Jose also. Um pretty much same deal uh we only ever did it at their house uh they had kids so we would always have to do it when the kids weren't home but they were very nice uh you know i remember the first time i got there you know they you know gave me some water uh, i took a shot of uh mexican tequila that shit was great honestly that shit went down so fucking smooth that was like real mexican tequila shit right there i don't even remember what it was called but it was fucking nice um but yeah you know uh i, I met up with them more than the first couple i would say um mm -hmm. yeah they were super nice i like them um yeah those are and that's the only those are the only two couples i've ever been with when when it involved uh multiple uh people well i guess more than just me and uh, a woman it's always been with a married couple yeah but those are i mean they're they're fucking fun though like that added like person can like uh and obviously me speaking as uh the third you know i'm not in i'm not in the relationship so i don't know what their you know deal in the bedroom is it obviously must be you know at a at a good enough point to where they can just you know do this stuff uh with yeah. pretty much strangers or almost total strangers um you know speaking as the the quote-unquote unicorn as i have been dubbed uh yeah. you know it's it's different from my case you know obviously that's not my lady you know being taken by another man or a woman um so from my experience like i thought it was pretty fun you know just to walk into someone's home and you know plow their woman <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't know I, I, I wouldn't say it's like a power trip or anything like that i don't know i i i looked at it as just another fun sexual experience and i and there was like no negativity involved mm -hmm. um whenever i would get involved with um like a girlfriend or like a steady hookup i would always you know let them know like hey i've got you know this going on in my life and they're always very understanding mm -hmm. um so i would always cut it off pretty much immediately when when things would uh happen in my life as to yeah. like like you said not you know fool around and be out here in these streets and whatnot so i was very uh when it comes to like hookups and all that stuff i don't like to hook up with multiple people because i think that's just like like you were saying that's just dirty as fuck you know what i mean like lord knows what's out there i always kept it to like one person at a time if i hooked up with if i hooked up with you i was hooking up with you for the next however many months days weeks however long it may be and if that fizzled out then i'd move on to the next person as opposed to keeping like four or five people you know on on yeah. the string i hate i kind of hate that yeah i feel like 
prior to me catching feelings with my current person, I was down for a threesome. But now that I've caught feelings, I feel like I'm more quote unquote territorial. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, still sounds like a good idea, but I don't want to share you with somebody else. Right. Um, yeah. I know my, so, my current girlfriend has sort of expressed the same thing. Um, yeah. More so um, like, more so like she's scared because of, well, obviously like I am a black man um, and you know, black guys get fetishized um, mm-hmm. a lot. So she would be more so scared that like, you know, whoever we bring in and it would, it would be a girl. Like she, mm-hmm. she's expressed that she would like to, you know, try with a girl um, and she would want her first time to be with me there, me present. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. What the fuck? I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just more so scared that like, you know, someone we bring in would, you know, have the hots for me or whatever and I'll try to like steal me away and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, this like, I don't know. To me, it's just, it's just a, a hookup. There's no feelings attached, no strings attached. It's yeah. just, it's just the act of sex at that point for me. There's no feelings. Like my feelings are for you, not for them. Mm-hmm. You know? Like they're a stranger. I don't know them. Yeah, that's fair. Well, with that, um, wraps up a whole new beautiful episode of the quote-unquote sex talk (laughs) uh bringing you just more dirty details as to um mine and deandre's sex life so if you've made it this far thanks for sticking it out with us (laughs) haha we need like the little like drum because i made a terrible joke um anyway yes if you are listening, we appreciate y'all for tuning in as we just, you know, reveal more about ourselves, reveal more about our past, um, get in onto, you know, some things that I feel like are fun to talk about. And, you know, if y'all ever have recommendations as to topics you would like for us to discuss, you can always let us know on our Instagram page because that is our main source of social media right now. Our Instagram is at underscore soft boiled. Again, that's at underscore soft boiled. Dean, do you have any plugs for the lovely people out there listening? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I mean, uh, if you want to follow me on my wrestling, excuse me, if you want to follow me on my wrestling journey, I'm uh, at yellow boots, yellow underscore wait hold on i'm getting this so wrong right now and in my moment of glory i need to get this right and i fucked it up yellow underscore boots and the number one on instagram and uh my one year uh affiliate partnership on twitch is coming up in a few weeks so if you want to follow me on twitch twitch.tv slash fully wolf that's f-o-o-l-y-w-o-l-f been streaming more regularly right now we're currently streaming returnal um We've got a bunch of exciting games coming out this year. I'll be streaming to you fine folks over there on Twitch. Hope to see you over there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, other than that, uh, tune in to our podcast. We have a new episode every Friday, Friday mornings. Help you get through your work traffic. Help you get through your work morning. Um, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And thanks for getting a little... Well, actually, this time, we definitely got a little hard-boiled. Mm-hmm.